Stacy Gaboni is an American-born artist who moved to Venice for her studies. That's where she met and fell in love with Chef Domenico. And today, she helps him run a restaurant in the Canoreggio part of town. Caterina Moore operated her own Italian restaurant for several years in southern Oregon. Now, she specializes in introducing American visitors to the pleasures of Italy and its cuisine. Stacy and Caterina, nice to have you back. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Grazie. I understand there's 600 varieties of pasta, or something like that. Who knows how many, but why? Why, Stacy? would there be so many varieties of pasta? Well, I was going to say an encyclopedia full. I didn't know the number, 600, I believe it. That I think it's just the creative abilities of the Italian people in general. They just are constantly have come up with a different form and way to eat their most basic plate of the day. The pasta shuta is the most important plate of the day. And it's an economic thing to produce if you have a large family. Italians generally have always had large families. In fact, I heard uh, recently the price of pasta was going up. It and that, was. It that was sent reverberations to the Italian national crisis. I mean, how can can how can uh, we make flour? ends meet? Yeah, no way. A pasta. I can't afford it now. Caterina, each different variety would have a different shape, and it would actually have a reason. Exactly. So different shaped pasta will hold sauces in a different way. So sauces that are, are long and like a spaghetti, you're going to want to have a sauce that drapes easily and blends in this beautiful, almost dance-like fashion with this incredible pasta. Then on the other hand, you might have a, a short ridged pasta, tube-shaped. And so that type of pasta, you want the sauce to easily go into that tube shape and rest in there so that when you put this in your mouth, you get this explosion of sauce and pasta together. So the pasta is kind of the, the foundation, but what it is, it provides a platform to celebrate the sauces. Absolutely. Could you say that? And then well, it, they're a marriage. They're very important together because you, you've got a consistency as well as this incredible flavor. So the texture on your palate is very important, how they blend together. And that sense of al dente, ah. which means to the tooth, uh-huh. a little bit of toothiness to that pasta really contributes to the experience of the sauce as well. So, Stacy, when you think about, I mean, a lot of uh, uh, sophisticates when it comes to uh, mm-hmm. assessing pasta, they'll have a problem with al dente yes. Yeah. Yeah, Talk a little bit of that <laughs> from an Italian point of view. Well, is I, it really, I, I mean, I, two minutes it, in the water can it, make all the difference. Absolutely, and I, I've learned to uh, be very careful of paying attention to the... Cultura of my a, pasta. You've had an Italian mother-in-law that's been coaching yes, you, Yes, I, I have. I think that was an interesting element. Of course, the American coming into a southern Italian family where the cuisine was the basis of the, of the family. I had a whole day's lesson in the kitchen. I've never seen a cutting board as large as the one as Nonna Giovanna brought out through on the table. She's only about comes up to my shoulder. She's a small, <laughs> strong Giovanna, woman. Mama, mother of eight children. Oh my! What's her name? Grandmother is Nonna. Okay, Grandma so, Giovanna. Okay. And uh, threw out that wood cutting board and then threw out all the the ingredients and sort of looked at me like, come on, do you know how to do this? And whipped out a knife. So what is Serious that? business. You, you, you find a lot of restaurants that brag that they, mm. they're they homemade pasta. Versus, we brag that yes. at Bentigoti. We brag about that. So what's the difference? Uh, it's, it's a difference. You have to actually, I mean, it's labor intensive. It's labor it? intensive, but... My husband, Chef Domenico, loves to lay out his own pasta, roll it out, stuff it with fish. Or mm. we do a lot of raviolis, um, mezzaluna with the with the sea bass and mm. whatnot. 
And you can't get that same quality with a dried pasta. Mm. That being said, we don't exclusively use uh, right. fresh pasta because it's very time-consuming. Very, I would think very, very time-consuming. Time consuming. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking pasta, and we're joined by Stacey Gaboni and Katerina Moore. And Katerina, there's, I understand there's two categories of pasta. There's long and short. Yes. Basically, Why? Uh, well, the way that they're going to blend with the sauces will be different, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also a regional thing. So, for instance, you go to the region of Umbria, mm-hmm. and you can make a hand-rolled spaghetti there, mm-hmm. which is very special. People think of spaghetti as always being a dried pasta, typically. Mm-hmm. So, a hand-rolled uh, pici is absolutely a wonderful uh, conduit for a rich meat sauce. That would be a Perhaps. big thing in Umbria, which is more Absolutely. gamey and so on. Exactly. If we think about the long pastas, these are the ones that you can twist around a fork. You've got, well, of course, spaghetti, but what are the uh, sisters of spaghetti? So you've got linguine, you've Buc- got bucatini. Uh, bucatini, you've got all sorts of, and those are all millimeter fine differences in the thickness of that pasta. So as a chef, you really say, no, 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 this has got to be oh, bucatini. I oh, mean, come on, you can't do yeah. fettuccine no. with this. So, no, 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 but, no, 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 but, no, no. But I want vermicelli. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Stacey, what, what, what would vermicelli be used for, a capellini? V- vermicelli is a very thin I like pasta. That. And yes. so I would maybe do aglio olio, pepperoncino, something like that, a, um, just a, an oil-based pasta. Hmm. Uh, Caterina would be more creative, I'm sure. Well, the idea behind that is perfect because the vermicelli is very, very thin and delicate. Mm-hmm. So the sauce must be very light and delicate. You would never put a heavy meat sauce with vermicelli because it would become a big gluppy mess. Mm. So on the other hand, something like pici, which is a hand-rolled rustic pasta, mm. then you can put a lovely wild boar sauce with that. You know, I don't know all the differences, but when I've had capellini, I always feel happy when the, when, the, when the dish is done. Something special happens in your mouth, and there is something about the delicacy. It's of delicate. The, it's very, it's very, delicate. very delicate. It's an entirely different experience. It almost melts, doesn't it, it the really capellini? Does. I would think it's you, like you dancing have... on your palate. And I would think there's an issue of it doesn't want to be too tired and, and cold. You want to have that fresh. very fresh. Oh. It's got to be fresh. quick or, you're, or it's not mm. going to be the same. Yes. Let's talk short pastas. We've got, these are the ones that you can spear or scoop with a fork. Uh, of course, we think of rigatoni or cannelloni. Mezzemanica. Yeah. You think of a penne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacy, what's what's a good dish with a penne? What's oh, a I, I, penne is my favorite, actually, Rick. Thank you for asking. I love to make a lemon pasta with a little shot of prosecco right at the end before I'm ready to go. You know, I do live in the Veneto, so okay. mm-hmm. got to take advantage of that prosecco. But uh, grade the lemon zest, mm-hmm. a little butter, a little burro. But it's a light sauce; it's not too heavy. You could actually do a heavier sauce with it, but extra cheese. Oh. Mm-hmm. A lot of the pastas are just known for their shapes. In fact, they're they're even named, I think, for their shapes. Yes. We've got shell-shaped. What would that be? Uh, conchiglia. 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 Butterflies? Farfalle. Uh, oh, farfalle. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, corkscrew? Fusilli. Thimbles. We've got... Oh, Mezze manica is a short shirt sleeve. Uh, no, are, are these orecchiette. just... Orecchiette. Little ear ears. Shape. I remember that. Yeah. Mm. There's, there's one that's that's called the priest stranglers. What's with that? Strozzaprete. Ah, see. Yes. Is that just a gimmick or what's the... No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's got a, a fabulous story behind it, which at the moment it doesn't come to me. Okay, but but it, the, it's a great involved story, which is very you do much get, part of the culture. You do get this culture. Amatriciana, yes. what does that mean? Amatriciana is a spicy, a fiery sauce. So it's sauce. angry. Exactly. Angry. angry. And so it's got uh, crushed red peppers in it. So it's a tomato sauce with... Uh, so it's very red. There's so much to know about the pastas and... Uh, 
I think the main thing is to find yourself in a good Italian restaurant where you got uh, Mona, what is grandma? How do you say? <laughs> Nona Giovanna. Nona's restaurant, still <laughs> exactly. alive and well. Uh, Stacy, when you're w- working with your restaurant with your husband, Domenico, I, you always hear about, you know, f- the family recipes and so on. Oh, oh definitely. We definitely have uh, some family recipes. There's a lot of family pride that goes into this, Absolutely. And also, like Katerina said, there's that regional pride, too, for the pasta dishes and, and what pasta goes with what, like the farfalle with the broccoli is pretty popular down in Basilicata with some of that local sausage. Oh, yeah. Uh, and in the Riviera up in the north, we have trenette, which happens so, to work well with pesto. Pesto, pesto. Yeah. So exactly. I, I guess if you're a the chef, Genovese. you know if you're going to have pesto, you want to put it on. Now, trenette is not even the same kind of uh, flour, is it? It's it's a different So m- you can use semolina. You mm-hmm. can use regular unbleached flours, but it's always uh, zero, zero, which is a very specific Weight of flour, mm-hmm. and that would that would be a pasta, pasta destined to to carry the pesto. Yeah, because it just marries beautifully together, and it's a really fun experiment to try putting a sauce that isn't traditionally put with a specific shape of pasta, uh-huh. and then see how it feels on your palate. And that's something I would do in a cooking class: is put out both ways and let people actually have that physical experience. But couldn't you step over a line of what is permissible in the traditional cuisine and have people and in in Sicily my friends would say I throw down my arms absolutely do you know that phrase? I jump out the window. I yes. Do they say I jump out the window? <laughs> I had a professor who said that all the time. I jump out the window. You put vangole on the puccicelli. Or come puoi fare Esatto. Non puoi farla. You know, the truffles in the United States, people got very excited learning about truffles, and then they put it on everything, oh, which yeah, is no. like, oh, no, mamma mia, no, no, non puoi no. farlo. You, know, you can't do that. No. As a tour guide, I draw the line on this truffle stuff because if you want to, if you put something con truffi, I mean, like everybody goes, oh yeah, truffles, it must be great, but it's got to be in no. season and it doesn't want to be no. just truffle, cheap truffle oil. Yes. It needs to be done sparingly. Very sparing. Yeah, so that's a, kind of a cheap trick. And there's, you know, the, the beautiful thing is find a little mom and pop Italian restaurant mm-hmm. that caters to locals. This is That's true. not in a high rent area where it really can offer a good value. And if you see a hearty bunch of local locals that love to eat Italian that go there day after day, you can bet it's a pretty good place. We, we generally just go into restaurants and say, well, what would you suggest we eat today? Seasonal. How do you say seasonal in Italian? Uh, stagione. Okay. Stagione. Mm-hmm. So you'll have a, a little special printed sheet with what's going on just today. Yeah, what's fresh? Or, or just, by, you know, less printing, more talking. More printing? Yeah, okay, little, I like that. What, I, I, what I know that we try to embrace not printing too much and just, you know, chef, what do, what do you have on the menu today? If, what's What did you get at the market? What's what's happening? If you're hell-bent on porcini mushrooms and they're out of season, yeah, you're not doing why, yourself a favor to insist on that. Why would you want out-of-season porcini? No, thank no, you, sir. But when the porcini is tasty, Ooh. slam dunk. Exactly. And as many different ways that you can try it as possible. So just letting the chef know that you want whatever he wants to prepare for mm-hmm. you is such mm. a delight because then he just gets to go into his our creative genius and prepare any combination that night. So it's really special. Very nice. Stacy Gaboni, who runs Ristorante Bentigodi in Venezia, Venice, with her husband, Chef Domenico, and Caterina Moore of Caterina's Trattoria in Jacksonville, Oregon. Mille grazie for a Better understanding of pasta and buon appetito. Buon appetito, Rick. Grazie. A presto. Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks. Rick Steves Italy is America's top selling Italian guidebook. At Rick Steves' online travel store, you'll also find guides for Rome, Venice, Florence, and Tuscany, and Rick's Italian phrase book. To learn more about Rick's guidebooks for Italy and beyond, visit the travel store at ricksteves.com.